श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा गुरुर्ब्रह्मा गुरुर्विष्णु गुरुर्देव महेश्वर गुरु साक्षात परम ब्रह्मा तस्म श्री गुरव नम तस्म श्री गुरव We are reading the story of Chudala from Yoga Vashishta and these stories are meant to convey something. Something cannot be conveyed through words or cannot be taught, then story is the medium through which the things are conveyed. For example, in Kathopanishad, right in the beginning first chapter first section pratham adhyaya pratham valli there is a story of nachiket and all the students who read study nachiket they have one question so when i was teaching i told them right in the beginning after listening to kathopanishad if a question persists in your mind how nachiket has gone to yamaraj whether he has gone with the body or after death or was he in a dream or what was it actually this question comes to your mind after studying kathopanishad you should read it once more and again if this question comes then you should read again once more till this question stops coming because if we are not able to deduct the conclusion properly when certain things are told what is the purpose why this is told so to tell us what is an ideal seeker of truth and then you give the qualities 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 you will never remember them like big things are indicated through short forms like these short forms are very common in usa they say the name william is maximum use if you open the directory everywhere bill 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 comes so to indicate the big one in a short way is called as abbreviation so like the water the water is indicated by chemical formula h2o and this is how big carbons are indicated by the hexagonal designs so in a school the teacher asks the student you tell you are not attending in the class what is the formula for water and the student was waiting he said yes i know you don't know he said no i know i am telling you sir then he says h i j k l m n o here who taught you this the student says sir you taught us no i didn't tell you he said yes you taught h2o so i am reading from h i j k l m n o h2o exactly the same way what should be an ideal seeker 
the formula is Nachiket. And how the Nachiketa's character is indicated? First of all, he was not an oldie like me. Ragam ha kumaragam santam. He was a young child. Therefore, no preformed notions. Then, he saw when his father was distributing the dilapidated cows as a charity to the Brahmins, he felt that this is not the right way. Then, first thing that happened to him, Shraddha Avivesha, he started thinking positively and creatively, not negative thinking. What is the positive thinking? Elders are the altars of reverence. We are not supposed to teach the elders. But these days you will see, these youngsters, they go to USA, here and there earn little more money and start teaching their parents. You don't know this, you don't know this. See? So, Shraddha Avivesha. And thereafter he started thinking. So when our thinking process is based on the foundation of faith, then the thinking will be different. It will not be destructive. But if our thinking is on the basis of absence of faith, hey, I don't believe in Yudas, hey, I don't believe in Ramayana. Mahabharat, a cock and bull story. If you start your thinking process with a negative attitude, you will never proceed ahead. And friends, faith is always bright, blind. So, we go and ask somebody, hey, I have to go to such and such place, which is the path that will take me? Now that unknown person to us, we ask him, and he tells, you take this way, it will lead you there. Now what is the foundation on which we accept it? Only blind faith. And suppose we have this doubt. I think this man he told, but I doubt very much. Will he follow that? He will not follow. Therefore, when we are seeking the truth, we must begin with the Shraddha, the faith. And this is what Bhagavad Gita says, Shraddha van lavate jnanam tat paraha This is how so many qualities of Nachiketa are told. And then he is given the wisdom by the Guru. So, what should be our spiritual practice? Can you please tell me in detail? Yes. What is that? Nachiket. So in one word, everything is included. This is how the scriptures are to be studied. So in this study, also when we are studying this Yoga Vashishta, here there is a story of Chudala. We are studying and it is your and my story. So it is said, Bahushu Varsheshu Yateshi Chakramad Atmanaha Nyanamevasyat Samsara Kya Bhishajam Samsara Vyadi Bhishajam. So, after having lived for so many years, now the attraction for the worldly 
enjoyment, attachment, attraction for the indulgence slowly reduces. It can't be maintained. It cannot. Now, one thing we have to learn. Human mind cannot remain attracted toward the same thing, same person, same uh, area for a long period of time. This is how the mind is made. And therefore, you will see most of the divorces happen or most of the misunderstanding happen between the husband and the wife when they have reached half 40 and half 50 respectively. It is not their fault. It is the mind. And therefore, the mind must be given something more attractive and enduring to hold on to. And that is called as the spiritual search. And this is how it is. She started thinking, Jnana meva atmanaha syad samsara vyadi veshajam. Yes, it is only the self-knowledge alone which can take me away from the samsara. Now here samsara means our own mind. Everything is in the mind. Nothing is outside. And this mind is ruling us and ruining us. Therefore, what she did, so there are three stages. First stage, I don't know. Second stage, I know, but I have doubts. Third, I have knowledge, I have no doubts, but I am unable to experience. So the first stage is Shravana. I don't know. So she started studying, listening to the scriptures. Therefore, Atha sa, sa aviratam rama shastrartha manane rata. Therefore, she took to herself deep study of scriptures. When your mind is engaged for something higher, lower things will drop automatically. It's a simple rule. And when she was studying, then manane sada rata, then after whatever she read, she started reflecting how it can be possible. Our thing is opposite. It is not possible. Then you don't go ahead. You have to search for the possibility. Why it is not possible? It is possible. So, she started reflecting Ittham Vicharayamasa and thus she started thinking to herself Swam Atmanam Aharnisham. Then she started thinking, who is the one who is getting bored? Who is the one who is miserable? Who is the one who is enjoying life? Who is this? When I say I, what is the meaning of this I? When I say I am old, here the word I indicates the body's age. When I say I am a man, here the I indicates body's gender. When I say I am fat, here the eye indicates the size of the body. See? Then I say, I am hungry. I indicates pranamekosha. When I say, I am miserable, I indicates the mind. When I say, I am a self-made man, I indicates in intellect. When I say, I am the Baba, happy-go-lucky, 
ఆనందమయ్య దెన్ ఐ హస్బెండ్ వైఫ్ బ్రదర్ ఫాదర్ మదర్ సిస్టర్ హౌ మెనీ ఐజ్ ఆర్ ఇన్ సైడ్ విచ్ ఆమ్ విచ్ ఆమ్ దేమ్ ఆర్ యూ ఫ్రెండ్స్ వన్స్ వీ స్టార్ట్ వర్కింగ్ ఆన్ దిస్ ఇష్యూ you will come to discover one day by god's grace at the root of every thought there is somebody sitting so instead of complaining getting disturbed my mind is too disturbed instead of that find out who is disturbed this is what she started reflecting that now i have no more interest in this worldly life yes yes i have no interest then who is this i who doesn't have interest and who is this i who had the interest so she started thinking in this manner arnisham again and again then kasyaya agato dikmohaha katham abhyudhitam kwava she started thinking where from this delusion has come why i am not able to know myself i know everything in this world who was the seventh uh, president of america i can tell what is the name of this particular country in this particular place i can tell all other things i know but when it comes to myself i don't know she started thinking in this line so kasyayam agato moha katham cha abhyudhitam kwa and how this delusion has come why it is so where from it has come and thereafter she started taking one by one can this what i consider myself to be i can this be me she started dehastavat jado mudaha naham itteva nischayah this body cannot be me the body is inert whether the hand is lifting a flower to be offered to the lord or the hand is lifting a knife to kill somebody and has no sin no merit rigid by itself it is an instrument someone must be wielding this hand and getting the things done but normally average ignorant people like us what we think i have done this thing i have done that thing one day one lady came to my place somewhere and i had a beautiful garden and very big big roses so she came for the first time and plucked one beautiful big flower and came inside the room and i was doing something on my laptop so i said hang around for 5 minutes so after that she said swami ji i love you and therefore she gave me one flower i didn't take it i said this flower is from my garden how do you know i said i watch it every day you have plucked it from there yes swami ji i said no, what is your love flower you are not created the hand with which you have plucked the flowers that hand you are not created the legs by which you have gone to the plant and taken the flower away like you are not created and you are giving it to me you are not created me where from 
I am giving you the flower. This sense of I, where from it has come? She started thinking. And those who don't understand this, they suffer in life. So they have this thing, I have done so much for them, but they don't appreciate me. I have done so much for others and continuously suffer. Nobody wants to know the truth. So to come out of this wrong notion, we have to work on it. And it can be done only if we accept that this is not the right thing. Therefore, the body cannot be me, it is inert by itself. Then, karmendriya ganaschasav buddhindriya ganastatha jadaeva bhavet nunam prediyate manasayatha. Similarly, the organs of action, karmendriya, all of them, similarly, buddhindriya, the organs of perception, they are also judged by themselves. See? You must have seen there are some people who sleep. They sleep with their eyes open and they sleep. So their eyes are open and in front of their eyes, if you ask them 4 plus 4, how much? No reply. The reason is, there is no knowledge. So the structural eye is having no knowledge. So something is expressing through the eyes and therefore all the sense organs and all the organs of actions, they are jad and prayate manasayataha because unless there is mind behind the sense organs and organs of action, no knowledge or no action can take place. So the mind is the one which is prompting these faculties to function. Therefore, sense organs and organs of action, I am not. And this we can learn in every moment of our life. Like, for example, I like something to eat. So, the hand will go there or not go there, not on its own. The mind will decide. So, the hand will go, let me take the pickles. Then the mind will tell, look here, you are already having a high BP. You are told not to eat salt and papadam. It is very high, rich in salt. Don't eat it. So the hand has gone there and come back. Who is controlling this? See friends, when you thus observe every experience of your life, then slowly we will rise above the body identification, the organs of perception, organs of action. Now see another example. How the mind is controlling the organs of action. Speech is the organ of action. Many times we talk and regret afterwards. And then we hear in the satsang, which I told you seven times, before we talk on any topic, ask a question to yourself, is it necessary to talk? And then we will come to know, it is not necessary to talk. So, who is controlling the speech? It is the mind. 
that determines. Therefore, these sense organs, organs of action, have no independent existence, they are inert by themselves. Now we come to the mind. Mano pevam jadam yasmat preryate buddhi The mind also itself is inert, jada itself, because mind functions under the control of the intellect. Intellect is a controlling instrument or a person, and mind is just an instrument. So the intellect is, I, I will just teach him a lesson. Now the mind says, but it is right or wrong, you don't teach me. You have to follow what I say. So our mind is controlled by the intellect and therefore mind itself is inert, it has no life at all. Then, buddhishchapi jada yasmat ahankarena chalyate and the intellect also is inert by itself unless it is owned by the ahankar. The sense of I. In deep sleep, our intellect is enfolded and kept below the pillow, and therefore, in deep sleep, there is no ego, there is no ahankar. And therefore, in deep sleep, somebody is sleeping and you praise him, he will not feel good. You abuse him, he will not feel bad because ahankar is not there. See, when somebody abuses me, the body doesn't get insulted, the sense organs don't get insulted, the organs of action don't get insulted, the mind is only the means of getting the knowledge, mind doesn't get insulted, it is the I. And this I is promoting, propelling the intellect into activity. So when this I is identified with the intellect, then only I am miserable, I am honored, I am dishonored, these kind of thoughts come. And therefore, the buddhishchapi jadayasmat ahankarena chalyate. Therefore, this intellect by itself also is not, but jadam the inert. Then ahankaro jado nunam jivena jannate yataha. And this ahankar also is inert because unless it is wielded by the reflected consciousness, it cannot function. In this manner, she was reflecting, contemplating one by one. This is called as Pancha Kosha Vivek. So she started rejecting Annamaya Kosha, then Pranamaya Kosha, Manomaya Kosha, Vijnanamaya Kosha, Anandamaya Kosha. One by one, one by one, she was rejected. And after this was done, then she came ultimately to the Jiva. Now, Jivascha Kalanakaraha Kenape Nena Jivati Ato Aho Nyatam Ayam Jivaha Chidrupena Jivati. Then, this individuality, the soul, the Jiva, is what? It is also a combination of so many things and therefore it is not independent. So what is the combination of the jiva? Like the example I gave you, what is the husband? Man reflected in the mirror of wife plus the reflection, three things put together is a husband. Similarly, Paramatma reflecting in the Panchakoshas and the reflection 
together is called a jiva therefore jiva is not an individuality jiva is not a soul husband is not a individual husband is anybody who is married is called as husband so like husband is a manifestation not individuality exactly the same way jiva is a manifestation it is not an individuality the day this will click to us jiva is not a vyakti it is abhivyakti vision is not individuality it is the manifestation of mind through the eyes so when the eyes become non functional will you say eyes the jiva has died no then you go to the doctor and they do a cataract operation again your vision comes oh again the jiva is born no because it is only manifestation avyakta dini bhutani vyakta madhyani bharata avyakta nidana neva tatra ka paridevana everything is only unmanifest manifest unmanifest manifest nothing is created nothing is destroyed see you don't have to go to hell and heaven so jivascha kalana akara kena api annena jivati aho jnatam ayam jivah chidrupena jivati and then now all this i know that this individual soul is nothing but the expression of the pure consciousness this part of it can be worked out only by reflection interaction with your own experiences not by action contemplate and how the ego is born then we will understand when identified with the small body i was a child okay now the small body disappeared teenage came now where that child has gone will you say the child died then the teenage body came identified with the teenage body then a teenager is born when teenage body disappears become the middle age body then the teenager has died think now be attentive in all of them what is the common factor body identification so when i say i was a child i was a teenager what unknowingly i am doing is body identification is maintained and this is how when we want to know about ego 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 what is ego ego is nothing but a fool carrying the burden of body identification for the whole life and therefore all the experiences of possessions and relations are only with reference to body and that is why we insist again and again don't talk about your past don't ask anybody about their past and how we talk this is worth observing 
when somebody is talking about something, we don't listen. We cut his throat and tell our story exactly similar like that. Because another important thing, where I is not involved, we are not interested. Where I is involved, we are interested. Just observe this. Suppose somebody tells me, Swamiji, have you gone to Scandinavia? Uh, we went to, you know, Norway, it is so beautiful. And now they want to tell about their Norway story. What do you think? I'll keep quiet. There is nothing. When I went to Finland, we went there. Now what is happening? Be attentive. I start reliving my past experience in the present. And this is how the ego is developed. Therefore, this simple thing which we tell you, if you really practice it, we don't have to talk anything about our past and we don't have to tell, ask anybody about their past. It has no meaning. So this is how Jeevascha kalana karaha kena api annena jeevati aho jnatam ayam jeevaha chidrupena ava jeevati So this jeeva is essentially the pure conscious existence like the husband is essentially the pure man. So what do you have to do to know that the husband is a man? We don't have to kill the wife. Then don't take her seriously. Like if you are standing in front of the mirror and if the mirror is corrugated, if it is unsteady, if it is covered with dust and therefore your reflection is not proper, you don't have to destroy the mirror. Only understand, in this mirror, reflection is like this only. So in this uh, wife, the life will be only this. That's it. Don't take it seriously. But then we want to improve the mirror. It will never happen. So, Idanim punarikseham kenaishachit prachetyate ahono chirakalena dnyatam neyam anamayam After having reflected this, how I cannot be this Panchakoshas? Then she started. Idanim punaha ikseham. Now again, let me confirm. What is my line of thinking is right or wrong? And then she started again discarding one by one. Annamaya kosha, pranamaya kosha, vanomaya kosha, jnanamaya kosha, anandamaya kosha. When everything she discarded, then she came to a conclusion. Kena esha chit prachetyate. Now, what is the uh, one which is supporting, prompting the pure conscious existence? And she came to know, oh, no, chirakalena, jnatam deyam anamayam. Now I have come to discover that this pure conscious existence is independent of anything. Satsang, I am a hearer. But when the hearing stops, 
because the speaker stopped speaking. So, hearer has disappeared, speaker has disappeared. But we continue to be. So, we have become hearer or speaker because of our identification with some activity. So, hearing is absent, hearer is absent. Speaking is absent and speaker is absent. But our existence doesn't depend upon either hearing or speaking. Now expand this example. Waking comes and goes. Dream comes and goes. Deep sleep comes and goes. Samadhi begins and ends. We are the same. This one statement I'll make and let us find out who makes this statement. And you'll come to know all of us make this statement. But we don't analyze who has made this statement. When I say I had good sleep, but in between there were some bad dreams. Now who can make this statement? I had a good sleep statement cannot be made by the waker because waker was not there in the deep sleep. I had bad dreams. This statement cannot be made by the waker because he was not experiencing the dream. But we do make this statement. Then who is making this statement? So the one who was there in the dream but never became a dreamer. The one who was in the deep sleep but never slept. And the one who is in the waking but the statement is not made by the waker. This is what Bhagavan Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita. Sarvasachaham Rudhisannevishtaha. I am the essence of everything. And Mattaha, and from me only, Jnanam Svrati Apohanancha. I alone support the waking without becoming a waker, the dream without becoming a dreamer, the deep sleep without going to sleep, and Samadhi without beginning and end. By this reflection and contemplation, Chudala came to discover that Ahonu Chirakalena Nyatam Deyam Anamayam. Anamayam is immaculate without any disease. The disease is that of otherness. Wherever Otherness is valid in our experience. The following things happen. Because of otherness, there is a desire. I want that or I don't want that. Because of otherness, there is anger. Because of him, I am disturbed. Or otherness leads to greed. I want more and more. And otherness creates a sense of fear. 
what is the disease of samsara? The samsara disease is only this much. The desire, anger, greed and fear. And all the four are absent in deep sleep. And therefore, we are happy in the deep sleep. See, friends. And how the sense of otherness comes? Only when we start functioning through the sense organs, through the mind, through the intellect, and take these perceptions gathered through the mind as real. This reflection, contemplation is not a mechanical process. Every day you discover something new. Like one example I'll tell you. In one of my talk I had mentioned, we are all living in imaginary life. So, one of my friends who, who is a doctor by profession, ophthalmologist, he asked me this question. Amini, now I am driving you and you say it is imagination. I said, please park the car, I will talk to you later. Then he parked the car. Then I asked him. I said, you are ophthalmologist. You tell me how the objects are perceived. The object is bathing in the light. Then that image is formed on a retina through the lens. And that image is caught in the web of mind. And that mind is uh, bathing in the light of consciousness. Then the image is illumined. And what knowledge we have is the knowledge of the image, not of the object at all. If image cannot be formed, knowledge cannot happen. So what is our knowledge about each other? Only images. When the boy and the girl are young, the image is on the mind. And we take that image to be real and then start living a life of love. And after some time passes, then again the same image, but now the image is, I don't like him. Then this letter. Both love is about the image and no love is about the image. The person is not touched at all. And where the images are formed? On the mind. So, what is required to maintain the quality of our life? The quality of your mind. If your mind is at peace, everything is so beautiful. If the mind is disturbed, everything is horrifying. See, friends, in short, our total life is only imaginary. It is not real. And we are only illuminating the images. Like the on our phone, there is a picture. Person is the same, and you take picture by four or five phones. Depending upon the resolu resolution of your screen of your phone, the quality of the reflection or the picture will be different, is it not? Yesterday I took some pictures on somebody else's phones. 
And I said, now you stop here. Now I'll take on my phone. And when I took the picture on my phone, how beautiful it is. I said, it is not beautiful. It is because of the phone. Resolution is very high. Then I transferred that to her phone. This is a Samini. In your phone it looks so beautiful. But in my phone it doesn't look that beautiful. What is the reason? And the reason is the quality of the mind. My mind is pure, immaculate, clean, undisturbed, without biasness. Therefore, this world is your phone's resolution is horrible. Therefore, you are the same, picture is the same. The same picture looks good in my phone. In your phone, it doesn't look good. In the same manner, for the wise people, this world is beautiful. For other wise people, this world is horrible. Come to discover this. Then we are really working on this story of Chudala. Otherwise, to finish this reading, it will not take more than 10 minutes. It will not help us. See? And therefore, you will see, when you take these scriptures and want to read by yourself and study, you will never get the right understanding. Because what we can do, first of all, we don't have the knowledge of the Sanskrit. Then we take some English translation. And English translations are based on the level of ignorance of the translator. And then our understanding through the English translation depends on our level, uh, level of ignorance about English. Some of you know Marathi here. Yesterday I was telling Rushali, I said, you talk Marathi, I'll ask you a question. Translate it in Marathi from English. And the proverb you know, where there is a will, there is a way. Translate. So she was trying, struggling, you know, if you have uh, confidence, you will find out the way. In Marathi, she said. I said, no, that is not the meaning. Where there is will, there is way, means what? Uh, if you, Mrityu Patra Likhla, Leela, ki wat lagli. How beautiful it is. Now what is meant by that proverb in English? And what is translated in Marathi has no meaning whatsoever. Therefore, don't write Mrutyu Patra, Vat Lagli. And it is for this purpose, it is said, Tad Vidnyanatham Guru Meva Vigachet Samit Panihi Shrotriyam Brahmanishtam. You know, you have to listen to the teacher. Only by taking the book in the hand, nothing happens. So, Ahodnu chirakalena jnatam deyam anamayam etehi chit vilasanta mano buddhindriyadeha asantaha sarva evaho avadhanam vinotita. Then she started her contemplation further. Etehi chit vilasanta. 
So all these, what he has discarded, the worldly objects, possession, relations, the sense organs, the mind, the prana, the intellect, the ananda kosh, everything she has one by one discarded and she came back to the pure conscious existence. And when you come back to pure conscious existence, everything stops. Like, when you come to the space, really, then space is changeless substratum. Your mind will dissolve. Because what is the mind? Mind is a constant movement. That is what Patanjali says, Chittavrati nirodaha yogaha. Chittavrati nirod means now there is no movement in the mind. And on the basis of this we tell you that if you really want to practice freedom from the mind, try these two things. Make absence of sound as the object of knowledge. The more you make this, you will come to know even those subtle sounds which we normally don't hear, we start hearing them. But how can it be practiced all the time? Because ears can hear only the sounds. Ears cannot hear the silence. Like eyes can see only the colors and forms in the light. Eyes cannot see darkness. But we do experience darkness. Ears cannot hear the silence. But we do experience the silence. What does it mean? It means we transcend the ears. Now transcending the ear means what? You will hear the sounds, but you will not be disturbed by the sounds. Perception is not a problem. Perception followed by projection creates a problem. A boy looks at so many girls in this world every day, but he doesn't start projecting about every girl. Only with one girl, he starts projecting. Oh, she is beautiful, she is nice, she is wonderful, she is essential, she is good. She is the one who can make me complete. I am incomplete without her. So many things. The mind starts bubbling out projections. And then these projections gather such a tremendous momentum in the mind that unless I have her, I will not be happy. Then he goes to his mother and says, Mom, I want to get married to that girl. Mother said, No. He doesn't belong to our community. He will not get married. Now when he was told by his mother that she doesn't belong to our community, you cannot get married, 
then he said, no, I will get married. Whatever you may do. Then the mother, Indian mother, if you say like this, you will have to walk my dead body. You'll have to cross my dead body if you get married to her. And the boy says, mom, if I have to cross your dead body, you are not going to die early. You'll take a lot of time. By then I'll become old. either allow me to get married or you die quickly. Two options. See, friends, where from it has come? Projection of the mind. And if you have perceived and the projection has not become very strong, then what happens? Mom, I want to get married to that girl. No, no, you cannot get. Okay, go on. Because he was just trying. He was not serious about it. Understand this trick of the mind. Mind is not a problem. When this mind is not controlled, like riding a motorcycle is not a problem, but after you ride, if the motorcycle is not controlled, then it's a problem. And what is the control? This old habit of our mind to project after perception that old habit of the mind has to be stopped. And how the projections begin? Only by speech. We being Indians, we have opinion about everything. We can advise even God. We can give suggestion even how others should eat their food. When I go to so many houses, they give me different kind of food. And there they say, Swamiji, you take this with that. I said, I will not take that. Let me eat myself. See, am I a baby or what? No, 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 sir. Constantly projecting, projecting, stop that. And this can happen by this technique I told you. Before we talk to somebody on any topic, ask a question, is it necessary to talk? We'll see 99% problems of our life will be dissolved. This is how she was working. Now the same thought you get completely as it is in Kathopanishad. What Kathopanishad says, Indriye bhyapara yartha arthebhyascha param manaha manasastu paramuddhi buddhir atma mahan paraha mahataha param avyaktam avyaktan purushap paraha Purushanna Param Kinchit. This Purushanna Param Kinchit is Chidvilasantaha. Same words. Like the objects, as compared to objects, sense organs are nearer. As compared to sense organs, the mind is nearer. As compared to mind, intellect is nearer. As compared to individual intellect, total intellect is nearer. 
we have no independent existence like the waves have no independent existence apart from the ocean we may think we are independent we are not our air is common our water is common our fire is common everything is common where is independent existence so our thinking also is controlled by the totality see there are different you know cultures throughout the world one culture if i tell you will not trust me as you don't trust any other places in peru i had gone for um, seeing that machu picchu it's a very beautiful place if you get chance do so after seeing that then somebody sent me one uh, whatsapp about peru so he asked me samji how do you like peru i said it was so much india type when that guide she was trying to show us something i started talking to her in hindi and she said excuse me sir what you are talking i don't understand what language it is i asked i said you are not indian she said no i am peruvian so 100% indian not one but all of them not white skin like you know the brown skin hair style like their eyes also so that friend of mine sent me one whatsapp and in that whatsapp how a boy gets married to a girl in peru the would be mother in law of the boy she tests him whether he is strong enough or not and she beats him with a rod 1 2 3 4 50 60 100 has to sustain that when i saw that video it was so awful and that boy has to stand and maybe after 50 60 70 of the now the body starts giving pain but she is ready I am there again. Ten minutes. Is another twenty still remaining? Unless you complete twenty, you cannot marry my daughter. How peculiar it is! So every place has got their own culture. How simple it is! Now, if you go to that culture, that cultural influence will be on you. now to come to our indian experience if you see a south indian he will do the sashtanga dandavat if you tell a maharashtrian lady to do namaskar she i call it kaddu kat namaskar they will be taking the hand like this if you tell a maharashtrian man to do namaskar he will do namaskar to himself he will never do to the mahatma if you go to uh, punjab and do namaskar ask them to do namaskar they will only do the acting that's it they will bend even the totality has impact on the individuality see 
अंडरस्टैंडिंग अबाउट क्रिएशन इन वेदांत ऐसे वेदांत एक्सेप्ट क्रिएशन देर इज नो क्रिएशन देर इज ओनली अनमेनिफेस्ट मैनिफेस्ट अनमेनिफेस्ट मैनिफेस्ट इफ यू से विन इज द क्रिएशन सो यू हैव प्री सपोज दैट देर वॉज नो क्रिएशन आउट ऑफ एबसेंस नथिंग कम्स आउट So, do you mean the creation has come out of nothing? So, from a non-existing wife, can you produce children? See, friends. Therefore, everything is unmanifest, manifest. Like the sleep. Sleep is a temporary deluge, and deluge is a temporary sleep. So, mahataha paramavyaktam. everything is in the unmanifest form and the question is where is the whole world in unmanifest form purushanna param kinchit is in absolute conscious blissful existence and sa kashtha sa paragati that is ultimate this ultimate is said here kid vilasantaha now when you thus become subjective in your understanding objects have existence in the sense organs sense organs have existence in the mind mind has existence in the intellect intellect has existence in the chetana the life life has existence in the divine energy divine energy is held by the owner of the energy called as paramatma in yoga brahman in vedanta and bhagwan in devotion and beyond that nothing is that's it you are reached the destination having reached the destination thereafter everything is null and void what is everything null and void struggle achievement failure friends enemies everything is zero now take your day to day example before we come to this beautiful temple for satsang in the morning before you come you start working you know oh i can see for another 5 minutes i think getting late i have to get up struggle get ready ha huh? ha and finally come over here saap kashta saap paragati once you reach the destination thereafter ah now i can sleep why people sleep in satsang because they have reached the destination before that struggle and therefore the wise people are relaxed because they have reached already they are nowhere to reach therefore one of my very powerful mantra is this 
nothing to do, nowhere to go. Try this mantra. Sit down and chant this. Nothing to do, nowhere to go. Nothing to do, nowhere to go. Nothing to do, nowhere to go. Slowly, slowly, your mind will start appreciating really hard. Nothing to do. Then you remain by yourself. Similarly, when you sit, you try this another mantra. Another mantra is don't listen, don't talk. Don't listen, don't talk. Don't listen, don't talk. Don't listen, don't talk. After you chant this mantra, suddenly it will click you. Come on, I am talking. Keep quiet. Then, don't listen. You will not listen to anything. And you will stop talking. Mind will come to a halt. Consciousness with movement is mind. Mind minus movement is consciousness. Movement in the consciousness is words. But who wants to die? Nobody wants to die. So mind will start commenting. Oh, I think this is the sound of the pigeon. No, there are some different words. Or is it a lizard? Or some children are also coming. So, we are constantly commenting on the sounds. Shabda Brahma. Work on this. by only practice. This mind will slowly stop these two functions. Listening, you receive the world inside you. Speaking, you bring out the garbage out of you. Listen to silence and don't talk to yourself. This was the experience of Chudana. Now if you read this story, just word by word, you will not get anything what you have experienced now. Because the truth 
cannot be taught you have to learn again kotopanishad says that na virato dusharitat na shanto na samahitah na shantamana so vyapi pradhyane nai namapnuyat unless we have reached perfection truth cannot be discovered and the teacher who is teaching unless he is living that knowledge it can't be communicated therefore ete hi chit vilasanta mano buddhi indriyadayah asantah sarva evaho avadhanam vinodhita in fact asantah they have no existence if there are no eyes vision then there are no colors and forms if there is, there is no hearing ability there are no sounds so where are all the five objects of the world they are only in our sense organs they have no existence then where are the sense organs they are in the mind if there is no mind behind your ears you are not hearing you are not listening so all the sense organs and organs of action they are in the mind where is the mind mind is in the intellect where is the intellect intellect is in the um, life in a dead body there is no intellect and in the this life where is the life life is unmanifest energy and therefore after death also dhananjay is one of the uh, upaprana is still holds on to the body therefore the body doesn't become disintegrated immediately slowly it gets disintegrated and therefore there are many versions we see that somebody died and one mahatma went and touched him and told hey come on get up and he got up because that dhananjay prana it has not discarded the body and this energy belongs to paramatma so sahakashta saparagati in this manner asantaha ek sarva evaite so all these are non existing evaho avadhanam vina uttita but i don't know how this has come out without our knowledge be attentive many times it happens we make a comment without our knowledge i should not have said like this avadhanam vina no logic no reason and mahachit eva asti ih nirahankara rupini chakrut vibhata vimala nityodayavati sada sa brahma paramatma aadi nama vihi parigiyate and then her conclusion was this destination that she has reached what is that that we will see in our tomorrow satsang om purnamadaha purnamidam purnahat purnamudachyate purnasya purnamadaya purnamevavashishyate om shanti 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 hari om श्री गुरुभ्यो नमः